We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, it's, I feel like I'm being waterboarded every single time and w- one person's always cold and it's slippery. That's so true. One person's always cold. It's, and then like once you're done, you're cold. Like you get out and you're cold and you're sopping wet. Welcome to the Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. You've, I guess like I'm the only person in the world that's never heard this story that I'm about to tell. Okay. So you maybe you've heard it, but also maybe there's there are people that haven't. Have you heard of the cum box? I think no, I've heard of a jar. Okay. I might have heard this. Well, how many years ago was it posted? A long time ago. It's an archived post from like forever ago. Wait, can I see? Yeah. Sorry. Cuz it'll a year ago. Yeah, but it's like archived from like an old post it was like a a ask reddit that was um uh what's your secret that you that could ruin your life or something oh my god is that it (gasps) i know i thought you knew there was a picture i just looked at it and i was like holy shit okay read it first let's read it what the fuck okay (laughs) all right so here's here's the story um Cousin died when we were both 17. There was a reception at his house just after the funeral. I went into his room and stole all the money that was there, took some other valuables that his parents wouldn't realize were gone. Fucked. No one knows that I did it. They just assumed he didn't have any money in his room, only loose change. I don't regret it, but I will never admit I did it. Also, my cum box. (laughs) Well, it is exactly what it sounds like. It's a shoe box, or at least once was, and whenever I masturbate, I come into it. I've had it for two or three years now, I think, so it has a fair amount of cum. It smells atrocious, and I tried to burn it once. That's why it looks like that. (laughs) When I lit it on fire, it was too damp due to the cum that it simply sizzled and didn't manage to actually light up. Turns out burning cum smells awful. Like, of course. So I had to spray it with a deodorant body spray just to get the old smell of burnt cum away. It also has some drenched... I'm going to start crying. It also has drenched paper stuck to it. That's pretty much it um edit two just throw it the fuck away I know, why are you trying to burn it? you don't you just throw it away 
just toss it. I feel like it. he must have just like been living at home with parents that would probably like look in the trash can and be like, why are you throwing the shoebox? Oh, what is that? What's in here? Go to the dump. Go walk, walk to your closest dump. Okay. He has, he made four edits to this. They're short though. The last one should be him jumping into the ocean <laughs> and never coming out. Just walking directly into the sea. Yeah. Edit two. A lot of people are asking me why. <laughs> That's a fair question. Yeah. Well, I'm apparently a rather disturbed individual, but it just kind of happened. Bought new shoes and needed someplace to come. Used the box. It just escalated from there. Kept using it each time, telling myself I would throw it out soon. Never did. Two or three years later, I still have it. It was planned. It was. Oh, it wasn't planned or anything. It just happened. Edit three. Fuck, this really exploded. 20,000 plus views of my cum box. Did not expect this. Edit four. I often get PM'd about updates or current status of the box, generally a few a week. So I might as well update this post if anyone even gets linked here anymore. Current status, I have created life. Mold has begun to grow in the box and has taken over a fair amount. Throw it away. Smells a bit, wor- smells a bit worse, mainly due to a damper apartment. So it does not dry as fast. Hence the reason why the mold has begun. I will never be rid of my need for it. I hate and love the box just as I hate and love myself. There's a new picture. I'm scared. <laughs> this this person has something mentally wrong with them. <laughs> what oh. the fuck? I I love how he's like, I, made I want life. to bleach my brain oh, and my eyes. Come is meant for creating life and he's created life in a different way. That man is an innovator, if nothing else. <laughs> I hope he also, has a miserable Christmas. Can we circle back to the fact that he was stealing from his dead cousin and then the cum box was like a secondary Do confession? You, I have a weird question. Oh, Jesus. Do you think any of your exes would do something like that? come in a box yeah you know like i'm thinking about the guy that we called this won't take long because he had straight up the nastiest apartment i've ever been in and like he owned it and it was a beautiful location it was on east lake it like looked out to the lake and i don't think he had ever washed his sheets like literally not once the whole place went like pizza there was nowhere there's no pizza to be found Anyway, I think I can't I believe see him you, having a you like sucked it up and stayed there. I straight up leave. Oh, I I fell asleep once he fell asleep. That's fair. Grabbed my grabbed my Dipped friend and ran when he out fell asleep. while she was hooking up with his roommate in the other room. Uh, yeah, but I had to listen to him jack off next to me for like a few minutes after he had already come. Did I, do you remember this? Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely. So I think he would have. I think a I tried to erase it from my memory. Do you think any of your exes would have a comeback? Yes, I think at least two. Shoe man. <laughs> yeah, I think actually Wait, really? shoe man. He's fucking weird. He also works. He's but he is a little type A with like cleanliness, so maybe not. But mm-hmm. I think he's like weird enough that like um and not like not weird in a way that anyone else would be able to recognize. Um weird in a way that is like I know how he is like traumatized. Also, you know what? He told me a really weird story about his younger brother. Um he had Almost like I think maybe he also had a box, but I don't know if it was a box or if he had something else, but he had like this little tucked away area in his closet with like pictures of women taped on the wall. And then he was like, yeah, he goes in there and jerks off. Holy shit. That was when we were in high school. Right. That's some like 
young kid like have like like a playboy magazine buried yeah, in the that's woods essentially kind of behavior. what it was yeah um and then uh the scorpio I think oh. he would do some, something fucking weird like that. Interesting. And now I'm questioning myself and my judgment. Like, right. <gasps> the fact that there was more, like one is too many. I got to hang out with Mr. Liz this weekend. Yeah. Uh, the, the rare Mr. Liz appearance. I feel like I've been seeing a lot of him though. Yeah. We have actually been hanging out a lot, I think. Yeah. Like he's Which been coming to a lot of things. Yeah. Little events. But yeah, it was fun. It? We went to <gasps> the pasta restaurant, mm-hmm. San Fermo, the one that I talked about it, a few episodes ago. It was as good as Amelia described. I co- if not better. Our poor waiter. <laughs> he kept walking in when we were just, it might as well have been the podcast. Absolutely. We yeah. were talking about penises. Um, I made him tell me all of the details about this pasta and who made it. And uh, she turned into the send my regards to the chef kind of person. <laughs> like this is you right now yeah was it you or was it um we were there with one of my friends from college i think it was maybe you or him that said i'm like the anti-karen yeah yeah he said you were anti-karen like this is the best fucking thing i've ever eaten where's the chef i need to talk to i have to to send the chef out bring her out i will not leave until i talk to the chef i will say yes chef to her i asked if she was there the one that invented the pasta he was like no (laughs) no she's not and even if she was i would protect her from you for sure but it was it was a fun weekend. Mm-hmm. I love hanging out with Mr. Liz. I feel like I get to know him more every time we hang out. He is a good addition. Well, and then now, now we've been dating like long enough that he just like feels comfortable being himself. Yeah. In group settings that I drag him to. Yeah. I don't even drag him. He like volunteers to come and wants to. That was a really, really fun night. It was. It was a lovely evening. I was thinking about, and I said this, how nice it is to be like, in your 30s or around your 30s or like late 20s early 30s just in general because you finally have like some disposable income Mm -hmm. so you can like go out with your friends and like eat a fucking expensive dinner and like drink nice drinks yes it's not an every weekend thing but like you know if you want to have like kind of a special night then you can afford to do that yeah it's not gonna like you know, like ruin your whole week. Having yeah, to think about it's not going to break the bank. It's yeah. just like, oh, maybe I like will not impulse buy as yeah. much. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it was really, really fun. It was just like good vibe. It was a good group. Everybody was just like down to hang. Mm-hmm. Dinner took forever, but it was. I didn't even mind because we were having such a good time. Mm-hmm. It was nice just chatting. Should we talk about like sex? Yeah, we haven't talked. We've been talking a lot about everything else. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm gonna have cum box in my Google search history. <laughs> Funny sex questions for a girlfriend. Ooh. These are fucking stupid. Oh. Yeah, I feel like we're a bit desensitized now. Well, these are just very much like her dear, I'm gonna ask a girl these questions. Oh. Like, what does a vagina having a vagina feel like? Hard and fast or slow and sensual? <laughs> no one god. likes hard and fast. No, I mean, like, maybe, like, a little interval of it, in, like, in the middle of other sex. Like, I, I don't want you slamming against my cervix. Oh, you know what? Here's a discussion. Mm. I have a hot take. Oh. I love your hot takes. I have a hot take. Love your hot takes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, They're always controversial, yet brave. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, my 
hot take is that I think porn makes men worse at at sex. No, absolutely. And I think this because I've been thinking a lot about like thrusting lately. And I think it's because I've just been seeing this on TikTok. Not as much lately. Um, But we've talked about this where people are like women are demonstrating how they would like a penis inside of them. I have not seen this. It's not supposed to be so in and out. It's supposed to be like in and then up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like or like aiming towards your belly button Uh essentially because that's typically where a G-spot may be. And and, uh, that kind of position also stimulates your clitoris. I have have an anecdotal question. Yes. What does the G and G spot stand for? That is a great question. I have out. no idea. Let's look that up. Okay, so that's why I think that sex makes or sex. <laughs> that's why I think porn makes men bad at sex. Absolutely. Or at least like but go against their natural instinct because Yeah. You're you're doing what you've watched. And you know, that's what we're right. all we're all trying that. It's like nobody acts like how people do on Broadway because mm, that is mm-hmm. like an over-exaggerated version for entertainment purposes. Nobody's actually acting like that. And that's like porn. It's like for entertainment purposes to get you off through a screen. And so everything is way over the top. But that's why that channel, that porn, stars, so porn Stars Teaching Sex. I talked about this in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, where they're like, talk a lot about like consent and like not just doing things before doing them. Like we do this a lot in porn for entertainment purposes. But here's how you actually make a woman feel good. Because, like, porn has ruined... A lot of people watch porn before they ever have sex. So they oh, have yeah. this expectation of, like... Like, remember way, way, way long ago we had that... You, you told that story about that guy who um, thought that his girlfriend was cheating on him because she wasn't lactating when she orgasmed. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> he was just watching, like... Hentai? Yeah. Yeah. And that's not based in reality. No! Like squirting across the room, what we call it like the Bellagio fountain. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, forgot about that. Uh, anyway, what's the G and G spot? Okay, so uh, the G and G spot stands for Grafenberg spot. Whoa. The G spot, Grafenberg spot, is an area in the vagina uh, alleged to contribute to an orgasm from within the walls of the vagina. A vaginal orgasm is not to be confused with a clitoral orgasm, which is much better understood and results from thousands of nerve endings in the clitoris and labia. Okay, but how did it become named this as well? Yeah, I who is know. this person? Let's look. Let's look. Let's learn. Person that discovered it. Um, the first man and the last man to discover the G-spot. <laughs> <laughs> A jur- oh, fr- uh, it's called the Grafenberg spot uh, after a German psycho- gynecologist, German psychologist, the psychologist of the snatch, um, <laughs> German gynecologist Ernst Gaffenberg. Grafenberg. Wow. I'm just butchering this so much. Ernst Grafenberg. Um, it's characterized as an erogenous area of the of the vagina that when stimulated may lead to strong sexual arousal powerful orgasms and potential female ejaculation wow it is typically reported to be five to eight centimeters or two to three inches up the front anterior vaginal wall between the vaginal opening and the urethra and and it is a sensitive area that may be part of the female prostate wow 
Look at we that. We just learned. We're, we learned. I had so never much. thought of it like a female prostate. Okay, so I guess it's named after Ernst Grafenberg. That reminded me of something I have never talked about on the podcast, and I do not know why. But my grandpa, my dad's dad, was like the number one OBGYN in oh, the town that they lived in. He wow. He delivered like every single baby in Bishop Stortford between like the, a span of like forty years. So talking about. Sex and G-spots is in your blood. It a little runs bit. in my blood. It runs in your blood. And I don't know why I'd never talked about because we've talked about male gynecologists on here before. Mm-hmm. But And I just now when you were saying, I was like, oh, a German gynecologist. That's like. I know one of those. I know one of those. I know of one of those that I'm related to. Yeah. Yep. Um, my God. What was imagine, my grandpa's name? Imagine. I'm, a, I, like, I'm, I'm just trying to imagine like. Something very, like, very sexual being named after you, you know? If you, would, if you were to have something sexual named after you, what would you want it to be? Man, I don't know. I think maybe a position. Ooh, the Liz ball. The ball so hard? <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be the ball so hard. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think <laughs> the B spot is just your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> like what does the b stand for and you think it's butthole but it's ball the ball spot balls. <laughs> and it's not balls you no. might think it is the it's to confuse spot. people <laughs> make sure they're studying l spot sounds cool the a spot the a spot that ass we need <laughs> we need to start they sound like they'd be like nightclubs the A spot. Yeah. yeah. That's true. The B spot kind of seems like a sketchier A spot. It's like the second location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to the B spot. We have to enter through the back door. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. 
No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Okay, I'm going to have actually, okay, so there's 70 questions. I want you to pick a number between 1 and 70, okay. and I will ask you one of these 70 questions. Okay. What if it's a bad one? Will you lie to me? Don't uh, actually say what If it's a it bad one, then I'll just make you pick another question. 38. 38. Do you enjoy shower sex? No, I fucking hate shower sex. Fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's I feel like I'm being waterboarded every single time, and w- one person's always cold, and it's slippery. That's so true. One person's always cold. It's and then like once you're done, you're cold. Like you get out and you're cold and you're sopping wet. My beef with it is the friction, like oh, because yeah. water is not a lubricant. No, no. That's what. It, that's especially what I hate about it. On yeah. top of all of the things that you just mentioned. I had never thought about it. It's been so long since I had shower sex because I vehemently, vehemently say I, it's always a hard. I would rather have sex anywhere else. I have only had good shower sex once. And what I think it it's because I just like. Very into it. Wasn't prepared. Yeah. It just was hot in the moment. Yeah. And I feel like that's how we all maybe we've all had like one good encounter. Yeah. With shower sex. And then after that, it's just like. Like, what are we doing? It's like car sex. Yeah, car sex, you, you only need to do it once, just for the experience. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. When you're in high school, and yeah. there's nowhere else you can go. When I was living at home, me and Squints had car sex. We, like, because we were both living at home at the time. So <laughs> we, like, I had to park my car around the corner anyway, because there was no parking spot for me. So I, we just went out to my car and, like, fucked on, like, like the street. Want to bang in the car? And it was actually pretty great. Like, we figured out a way, but, like... Before that, the time before that, that I had had car sex, I accidentally punched my ex in the face. Have I told this story? Yeah, he did. You might have. Like, I was trying to, I was trying to pull myself up on the hand. um, Oh, no. The handle. Like, to, to have some, like, well, I was trying to, like, readjust myself and my hand slipped because it was, we had just been having sex on the dock at this lake and it was freezing cold. So, like, my hands were kind of, like, you know, like, you try to, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, my fingers were frozen, and so I didn't really get a good grip on it. And but I I grabbed it with such force that when my hand slipped, I punched him right in the eye, and like he was very much so not a good sport about it. I fucking hate that. I accidentally hit my ex in the eye, not from a sex thing. Um, it I think he was like, uh, he like I like was teasing him, and then he turned at, like into my eye. Oh, and blamed me. He was like, "What the fuck?" And then. Everyone was very uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like, I didn't do oh it God, on that purpose. Was in front of people. That's the worst. I know. Ew. Yeah. Grow the fuck up. You know what? I, the same ex. I was recently thinking about how we dated when he was 28 and I was 24. And I was thinking about the 28-year-olds that I know. Like, Mr. Liz is 28 right now. And I was just like, what the fuck was wrong with him? That yeah. he was dating a 24-year-old. And then I was thinking about, like, if... When I was 28 or even my age now and I had met him, like, and how he behaved, I would be like, you're fucking nuts, yeah, dude. Yeah, Like, oh God, hindsight, man. Yeah. You know what they like, say. What? <laughs> no one your own age will date you. Yeah. And it's because, well, now I know. this? Which one was the this? The Scorpio. Oh. Oh. The Cumbox. Mm-hmm. 
comeback yeah Scorpio. the potential comebacks freak the one who is um his favorite book is lolita oh that was scorpio mm-hmm. are we surprised though no sigh okay i'll pick a number and you read it to me okay so you just picked 38 yeah i am gonna pick 47 do you like to kiss during sex um yes but it like depends on the position and if it's too difficult then no but if it's okay I feel like I'm like con- I, I'm playing it out in my head <laughs> so I know what I'm thinking but it's like um like if you pause and switch positions and they like stop and kiss you I think that's really hot yeah 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 you yeah, know yeah. absolutely like they're you're moving around and then they stop and grab your face and like just give you like a real deep kiss and mm-hmm. you're like <gasps> there's a time and place take me away yeah no absolutely there's a time and place um i have a friend that refuses to kiss during sex that's she, almost more weird yeah i don't know if it's like a at least she did in high school she refused to kiss during sex so i don't know that makes me kind of sad for some reason yeah i was friends with a guy that she had hooked up with and he asked me in college he was drunk he was like what's up with that like, why wouldn't she ever kiss me during... Was that a me thing? I was like, no, I don't think so. Well, I'm thinking about it, too. Like, how often in porn do you see them kissing? Not often. Not often. Female-directed porn, you see it. Mm. Pretty often. I mean, when we see Mr. Alphabet leg, he's always stopping and kissing him. That's true. Oh, God bless him. We... You know what? I'm happy we have him. Me, too. Him and... Um, who was the one that... Uh, small hands? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Small hands and Owen Gray. If you know, you know. And sometimes at the same and, time. And they, they know how to treat a lady. They do. So. <laughs> Threesome kings. Um, okay. Pick a number. 36. Stay in my 30s. Okay, 36. Do you think you could take off my... This would be your partner. Okay. Uh, do you think you could take off your partner's underwear with no hands? It says my hands. my Or my underwear with blah, blah. You yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's like a questionnaire for couples. Mm-hmm. Um, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking. I think that I've tried. I'm like, could I? Probably. Do I want to? No. It would just take, you'd have to like shimmy it down on one side and then like go over to the other side and shimmy it down on that side. But if you use your feet. <laughs> it's just they just said no hands they just say like now. grab it with your big toe <laughs> use my elbows like how you pick up stuff with your toes <laughs> yeah. do you ever do that absolutely i love picking <laughs> stuff up with my toes my mom calls those my little mermaid feet like a, <laughs> just like a little monkey grabbing a mermaid feet That's little funny. mermaid feet it's how i clean up my room sometimes i'm just like i don't want to bend down it sounds like a lot up. of work um yeah so no that's uh, my answer what about you would i would you, do you think you, well i guess you said you could yeah with, like, i could a but i don't work. want to oh you don't want to it's too much work okay pick a number um i'm going to pick number 11 what's the best sex you've ever had um Whoa. i know i've talked about it on this podcast and like now so much time has gone by like that I can't remember all the specifics, but it was like definitely like a kinky one. Yeah, that makes sense. I think it was um, when we were doing like kind of like sensory stuff. The one where you cried? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Af- afterward, I cried. Yeah. That was it. 
Yeah. And um, I think it was because I was just so deep in subspace that like when you're at that point, like you're just out of your head. Yeah. And it's relieving. But then also everything was really enjoyable. It was like he was picking up on what I liked and I was like just on another planet, which I think is probably gratifying. Absolutely. <laughs> Where you're like, I did that. Yeah. I would hype you the fuck mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that would probably be it. Nice. Just a very intense connection. Okay. Sounds pretty great. What about you? Let's hear it. The best sex I've ever had? Mm-hmm. It was probably with Music Man. That's why I was so fucking sprung. They do be doing that. They do be doing that. He, we had sex once where it was like, he was like throwing me around. I was like on his kitchen table. I was like against the wall at one point. Like it's, uh, he, I don't know. Okay. But actually this is worth talking about. I've realized recently that Music Man is the only person that I've had sex with in the past like year and a half where it hasn't been at my place. <laughs> oh oh interesting and i think that might have contributed i mean he's he's he knows what he's he's great at his craft but i think that that might have contributed to it it was like a new environment because like everyone's always just fucking at my place <laughs> everyone's fucking up <laughs> i'm over it i don't want to have sex at my place anymore it's the a spot it's the a spot <laughs> yeah i want to go <laughs> to the b spot <laughs> um what was i gonna ask you do you feel like it's like easy to get out of your head when you are starting to have sex or mm. it is going in that direction yeah i mean i don't know anymore because like i think for a while i wasn't i didn't really care about sex much I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, that's not how I want to say it, but you know what I mean? Like, I didn't put a lot of weight on it. I was just kind of like, oh, this is sex. Like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need to really have a connection with this person to have yeah, sex. Yeah, you were having a good time. So it was like, I didn't need to get out of my head. But I don't know now. If I were to, like, start hooking up with people again, then, like, maybe. I am always in my head the first, like, 10 minutes. Really? At least. And what, like, yeah. what are you thinking about? Um, I just feel, like, self-conscious and, like... It, it's just constant internal chatter. It's not really anything specific. It's just like um, trying to get comfortable and like if I don't like something, I'm like, oh, I don't like this. I should say that. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And just overthinking it. Totally. That makes and sense. I've just like always been like that, I guess. And then you just like snap into it eventually. Yeah. That's why I like bdsm because it forces me to get out of my head because you're just like distracted by external simulation that you don't have the capacity to be like thinking about every little thing it's just like you're just experiencing it that makes sense i had never thought about it like that but like that's something that you've reported as being like helpful for you so like Mm -hmm. it makes sense that that would be and i know that helps generally with anxiety too is when you like are getting in touch with your um your senses oh and like the physical yeah actually that makes sense like you like five things you can see four things you can hear yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. the grounding yeah yeah i think that's what it is it's the grounding but it's also like so kind of like forceful that you don't have a choice to just like experience it you heard it here. I mean, first, you do folks. have a choice, but right. you're volunteering to be there. You're choosing to be there. You're choosing to encourage your partner to do whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's that's the appeal to me. So if you have anxiety, 
And I mean, if you become a sub. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, if you talk to like any Dom, like most subs are like uh, people who are more in control and have a lot of responsibility in their day to day. Mm -hmm. And that is relatable to me. So I want no responsibilities. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. You deserve that once in a while. What? Um, is your next number? Three. Number three. Jump into the begins. Where's the weirdest place you've had sex? Like right after I said that I like only have sex in my house. Um, well, and a car. Okay. That's true. And a, a dock. A dock was probably my answer. A dock? It had to have been. Like it, it was cold. It was cold. Which dock was it? It was in Bellingham. It was at a lake in Bellingham. I'm like, how many people are fucking on docks? Probably a lot. Probably a lot. But I mean, like, that's such a... It was so long. That was, like, when I first started having sex. I, I just, like, haven't... I mean, when you first start having sex, you have to get creative. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to th- That probably is some of the weirdest places I've had sex was when you first start having it and you probably still live at home. Yeah. So you have to, like, figure it out find some privacy that makes me sad that there's like i don't know any other like i like i've had sex in front of like big like windows like in hotels but that's fun it's it's super fun mine was like what you said like when i first started having sex my high school boyfriend was deathly allergic to my cats and we had (laughs) we had my parents my family we had this like kids tent it was really big it was like a big square and we would like set it up in the backyard and just like fuck around with it i don't know and then i whipped it out to have sex in oh my god amazing in a kid's tent yeah you desecrated that kid's tent and i think my parents probably knew what i was doing you think so i think so i remember also one time my um we brought him on like a a family trip with us to uh Disneyland and we were in bed next to each other in his room and we had I think we were by the beach earlier in that day um so I was in my swimsuit and I was like laying next to him and maybe we had like just been doing stuff and my dad was like Get out of the boys' room because he was staying in the same room as my brother. We weren't allowed to share a room. Um, Obviously. You know, we're in high school. Yeah. They can't let us share a room. And I was like, I'm just like fucking hanging out with my boyfriend. Fucking. And then my dad (laughs) and then my dad ripped the covers off and I was like in I I was like in my swimsuit and shorts. I was like, what the fuck do you want? Also, can you imagine doing that to your, like, basically adult daughter? Yeah, like, what That's would, weird. What, what if you found something? Like, what if you, like... Yeah, what if I was just, naked? Yeah, what if you saw what you were expecting to see? Then what? <laughs> I would be so violated. Yeah. Like, I think if that actually had happened when I was a teenager, I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And also, like, that is so weird to be so... I think it's weird to be, like, such a helicopter parents about, like, your teenage kid having sex. Yeah. Because you you can't stop it. No. You just need to, like, prepare them. Yeah. And have some boundaries and set some ground rules of, like, if we're on family vacation, don't be fucking your boyfriend. Yeah. And just, like, I think, like, 
when and you, I wasn't. When you don't make it such like a, a thing to stay away from and you just educate on like what to do when they do start having sex, it's like, I feel like kids want to have sex less. I think that part of it is like that they just like know that they shouldn't, so they do. It's like, yeah. oh, this is something I'm not allowed to do, so I'm going to do it. It's like drugs. I wonder, I feel like for me, it was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. Have sex? Yeah. That's good. That's I, not I normally know. how it is. When like kids know. are like, yeah, that's why, you know, people that leave like the Mormon church go fucking nuts when they leave because it's like i'm not supposed to be doing this it's like no i think if we would just have like a healthy conversation around sex yeah it's like drinking like i never wanted to drink in high school because my dad would like let me like sip his beer at home it's like when um i tell my cats to stop scratching something yeah they're only doing it for my attention and Mm -hmm. to piss me off yeah but if i ignore them they stop so it's truly like having toddlers yeah honestly having cats is like having a combination of toddler and teenager because they're eating random things and you're like what's that spit it out <laughs> don't eat around. that what's in your mouth open your mouth gramps looks so fucking cute right now um i'm going to pick i i haven't picked an even number i'll pick 14 that's a stupid one it's do you watch porn okay do oh, lame one. um okay 22 that's for couples I'm going to read it anyway. If we okay. were, you don't, don't answer it. I mean, you can. If we were out to, for dinner and I said I wanted to have sex right now, what would you do? <laughs> Pick a different number. Wait, you said 22? Yeah. But 32. 32. It's also dumb. When it comes to BDSM, how far have you gone slash would go? I mean, I guess we've already talked about that. I've literally told people on this podcast about how a butt plug. Titanic. Like, got, yeah, Titanic in my asshole. So there's no secrets here. It's still my favorite story ever. Honestly, I remember it. Whenever I remember it, I laugh to myself because that is so funny. It is one of those like, we'll laugh about this Where later. Where it's just like, <laughs> Mr. Liz just watching it. Just sink. I mean, luckily it was something we could laugh about. Yeah. Like, and there's just a moment of pure terror when you're like, you're like, you're just going to have to watch me like pull this butt plug out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not pretty. No. You have to like squat. Yep. I feel like that's probably that's probably some good advice. I feel like if you if this happens to you, if you have a butt plug, if you're new here, um, a butt plug got started to get s- sucked into my asshole. Um, it didn't have a flange. <laughs> it did. It just like uh, I don't know what was happening, like where it was getting lodged into my my butthole, but my boyfriend saw it going in and like i think maybe it was just like we we were like having too rough sex that um oh it was the position i was in it made my butthole wider (laughs) (laughs) he was like also having we were also like fucking so it's like going in and then i had headphones on (laughs) playing music (laughs) i'm like uh, i'm fully vibing yeah just fully in subspace i think i was also a little high i can't remember if i had chose chosen to like you know have a little weed before um and then all i all that i feel something weird happening behind me and then he he's i feel him like putting his fingers in my asshole and i'm like there's a plug in there what are you doing i can't like you can't fist my butthole right now i've never even had anything besides this plug in there and um and then he rips off my headphones and he's like we have a problem (laughs) 
<laughs> we st- we struck an like, iceberg. Your plug is like going into your butthole. And then I was like, what? <laughs> I like it took I had to process what he was telling me. <laughs> it's so scary. But anyways, so that was a quick recap of what happened. But um Liz told me this story for the first I hadn't heard it and she was telling me for the first time on the podcast. <laughs> I knew I had to save it for you. Well, it's because it, it it ended up being okay. Yeah. But I would say, like, get into, like, a squatty potty position, you know? Like, just legs spread, squatting down, and do a little push, and you're going to grab it and pull it out. Because if you don't do it fast, it is going to just keep going until it is stuck, and you're going to have to go to a hospital for them to pull it out. There that just reminded me there's this um tiktok that i saw of this girl like she was trying to she was like how should i have sex when i'm on my period she was like talking to her friend who's a porn star and she said like use a sponge um like a vaginal sponge which i've never even oh, heard of interesting yeah but she didn't have one so she was like well some girls sometimes use beauty blenders so she used a beauty blender and it got lodged in her and she could not get it out. And so she just started recording a TikTok of her just like crying, but she was like laughing and she was like, I made a huge mistake. What the fuck am I going to do now? I have to pull this beauty blender out of me. Like, can you imagine? I mean, like when you were telling your butt plug story and a nurse wrote in was like, you would be very surprised how often that we see that mm-hmm. so it's like nothing's gonna surprise but can you imagine going to the hospital and being like so there's a beauty blender lodged in my pussy <laughs> will you well take and it out? i think that makes sense that it would get stuck because like things around your cervix like it's such a tight fit yeah yeah i feel like it makes sense i've had a like a tampon stuck pretty far up there that's why it has a string yeah 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 <laughs> so that i can only imagine like a fucking beauty blender lodged in there after having sex jesus no well i know i also wonder if like a sponge dissolves or if you maybe, have to take I it mean, out maybe i mean the vagina is so acidic like, i thought I you were like- about to tell me that she like you know cut up a yellow sponge and put it up there <laughs> and i was like oh no there's something wrong that's that's oh not God. gonna work somehow you will get an infection but then it got worse. The story got worse. It did. It did. Yeah. That's I. The, the fact that this sex worker friend was like, some people use a beauty blender. Don't encourage that. Yeah. No. 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 Right. That's like pro- uh, professional. And you Don't know try what? this at home. Just use a condom. Yeah. Just use a condom instead of like putting random things in your vagina because a friend told you to do it. Or if it's like that or big of an issue. Or told you an alternative yeah if it's that big of an issue then just like don't have sex just like wait yeah you know there's like healthier or, options or, safer know, options. date someone who isn't gonna give a fuck that you're on your period right which you know most most guys don't yeah to be honest no I'm like a sex fact we've had several we have today well we talked about the g-spot what it that's what it true that was our german sex fact of the week, week. guten tag I think what would be fun is to end this with like maybe reflecting on some of our favorite moments of the year. Should we do like a rose thorn of 2022? I think so. I think that's a great idea. Um, I wanted to make it podcast specific, but we just like not only do we already talk daily, Mm -hmm. um, but we also record this podcast weekly. So it's hard to remember everything we've talked about. That's true. 
yeah we do we do cover a lot of ground yeah um so will it be a rose and thorn about life in general yeah yeah just do a little quick round okay we think i need to think too i can say my podcast rose i think was um joining blue wire network that was so exciting absolutely i agree so i'm i'm just like stoked that we got this opportunity yeah because it's been so fun and they're so sweet. I love working with them. They're fantastic. I was talking. I got my hair done today. You're watching a video at any point. And they're probably not even listening to this. So we're not even brown nosing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, right. We're already their favorites. We don't need to suck. Them. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was talking to my hairdresser today about like how fantastic they are. Like I felt respected from like top to bottom with this. Like we texted one of our, our guys this week because we were having an issue with, um, our distributor was like there was just like tech issues anyway i don't want to he's just like that. our point of contact he was he just answered everything. on a saturday it was like yeah. 9 p.m on a saturday his time and he was like on it and it's just like that's so fucking dope to have that support we're just like doing this mm-hmm. in your kitchen <laughs> yeah like i love that shit just like they let us have, have people take us seriously keep full control over everything yeah so it's really great i don't want to steal yours but that's also mine it's, i think it's a good one and also, especially like, in terms of the podcast that was a big win for us yeah so I think it deserves to be celebrated. Totally. And how much we've grown this year, too. Like, there's, we're in over 60 countries. Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a huge rose. That's um, bonkers. I also thought that TikTok that we made. Yeah. Making fun of men's podcast. Yeah. That was fun. That That, that is still doing well. I'd say that's a win. It's almost to a million views on TikTok. Hell, yeah. Um, What's your thorn? <sighs> podcast specific. Um, it can be, or just life. I'm going to stick to the theme. I don't think I really have much of like a life thorn. I mean, like life has thorns all the time, so mm-hmm. I can't really like pinpoint one. I think my podcast thorn would be that like I want to have more time to do more things with the podcast. Yeah. So that was my thorn. It's just like I wanted to be able to make it more of a priority, but I was not expecting my job to get so busy. Mm. And it's just really put me on my ass. I've been exhausted this year. It's been a really draining year. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good thorn. That's like a good thorn that has like... In general, like I just want to have more time for my passions. Uh-huh. I feel the so, same way. And that includes the podcast. Yeah. I just have it, like um, the last few days I've spent a lot of time like reflecting on how I want to make changes in my life mm-hmm. because you do have to be the one to make changes. Yeah. You know, I can't just be like, oh, I wish someone would do this for me. Totally. And complain that no one's done it for me and I haven't done it for myself or even tried. So. Well, you're making like a lot of them. So that's like. You get so stuck in like this hole that you like can't really see the light anymore. You can't like. It could be obvious to on how you can like start making your way out of it. Yeah. But you've just been like beat down so many times that you're like you can't even remember right so you're just like uh, complaining yes yeah so i feel like i'm kind of coming out of that i think I, it feels like you are yeah so it's good that you feel that way you said last week that you've noticed like a difference yeah oh yeah we weren't recording when, when i said i was mm-hmm. leaving when i said that yeah no i really have like since you've switched medications too i don't it's like an interplay of a few things i think like the medication has helped like getting off of lexapro mm-hmm. and then like you taking like your future into your hands with like taking a break from work and like like that those kind of things are like okay all right like I'm getting a grasp on Mm -hmm. xyz they're kind of a slow build yeah 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 it starts out slow but then you're like I did it Uh uh-huh yeah yeah and I mean like you are feeling emotions now 
too. Oh, yeah. Just constantly crying from anything. Yeah. And that's kind of a beautiful thing after you haven't felt anything in a while. Yeah. Like, when you when I used to only cry because I was just like spiraling from mm-hmm. anxiety and depression or I was having a panic attack. Actually, those were kind of hand in hand. And now I'll just cry because I'll be like, oh, my God, this song is like so beautiful. Yeah. Is that a great thing? Like, it when is. You feel things again. It really is. And then I'm like, was I always this sensitive? And then I'm like, actually, yes, I think I was. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. To also like just be able to get that back. It's just like, oh, shit, there it is. I realized I've said this more than once on the podcast, but like when I started to, when my Prozac started working, I started singing in the shower again. And it's like mm-hmm. little shit like that. That it's yeah. like, I didn't even notice that I stopped doing this and I'm doing it again. So I don't know. It's just like it's it's cool to see like little things like that come back. Like, I definitely I feel like lighter. I mm-hmm. feel more myself. Good. Good. I love that. I might have to take down the Wellbutrin though because I've been getting really aggro. Oh. Just like and I'm like, am I angry because I'm just like so frustrated with how much is on my plate or am I angry because the medication's making me this way? You're also in a period of it evening out right now so maybe that's give it a true. little bit more time that's, that's my true. non-professional opinion um yeah let's hear your thorn I, i've it's so much less deep than yours or like less it's very shallow um i think that's fine you know i think it is too i my thorn has been tiktok for us i well so explain why it is it allows that platform allows so much fucked up shit to happen and like if we say I posted a video of sex ed with your besties and it got served to a thousand people for a month a thousand oh my god that's wild which like what when our videos do like our average video will be like 50,000 views in a month and it's just like to see us getting kneecapped when TikTok and we've talked to the network about this a lot like TikTok is like a number one growth tactic for like every podcast right now so it's just like for us to kind of be up against like community guidelines on this thing that's supposed to help us when this is what our entire podcast is about mm-hmm. is just like fuck like what the hell are you supposed to fucking do well and i think the there are so many things that are frustrating about it is like there are like literal sex and health experts talking about the same stuff and yeah they're not getting hit as hard or maybe they are you know it's mm-hmm. here and there and then i also think the th- thing that's really frustrating is like our con like i think we get kneecapped more because we're women yeah absolutely yeah Um, which is frustrating because you see so much so much like blatant like violence against women on tiktok that the fact that you know we're getting kneecapped because we said sex (laughs) it's dumb yeah but i i am optimistic that it's going to change because um the last video that we posted of the fucking um each other's armpits video it like blew up and then the sound got removed oh really and then i appealed it and it got put back up it was like yep our bad um but i was thinking about on the way here and i was like there's nobody manning going on there's nobody manning those like there's no way that they would have allowed that based on like historical shit like they're fucking each other's fucking armpits should not have passed through TikTok's community guidelines. So We're just telling like, a story. Yeah. But it's like they're so fucking like they're so strict about such stupid shit. I that that confuses me just based on the type of content I receive. Yeah, same. So then I'm like, how how are how are other people not getting 
punished for it's, this it's stupid and but like i'll like also i'll get comments of people calling me ugly all the time which is like fine because like i'm not <laughs> <laughs> and i'll report it and also, that's so boring yeah it's like you're a two. like are you 11 like you're not even you shouldn't even be you're saying this shit you're ugly you're a, t- you're a two i'm like all right well, at least i'm not a one thanks cutie but i'll report it and it'll say no violation and it's like that is uh, that's bullying yeah just calling someone ugly yeah you can't do that you can't do that that's Anywho. legit bullying they're like no um actually it's okay if they're a woman yeah exactly <laughs> you can call them ugly yeah call them ugly all you want People feel a little too comfortable on the internet these days. They really do. I'm like, say it to my face, big guy. They're either like hypersensitive or chronically online or yes. both. Yeah. Yeah. A lot, those do go hand in hand often. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's our year in review. Oh, and Mr. Liz is here walking in. Oh, our get. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going <laughs> to interview Mr. Liz again. That was good timing. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, we love you. We love you. Our children Child. i feel awkward because he's right there children. hello <laughs> you're just in time that was perfect stopped. timing we were just rapping it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.